Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Rick Gerard. Rick, you are the CEO of Stride Search. You are the host of Higher Power Radio, and you're author of the book, Healing Career Wounds, which is actually, it sounds like it's a book for, you know, people that, you know, are kind of job searching and that sort of thing, but it's actually a book for recruiting, right? Yeah, it's it's a book that's actually geared for entrepreneurs and and, and executives. Um, and the title is really the punchline. The punchline mm. being, if you really want to attract superior talent, people are going to really thrive and do well in your organization. Heal their career wounds first before you start throwing money at them. I love it. I love it. All right. So, and I want to talk more about that because I'm very, very intrigued. And I, I think it's absolutely brilliant because the reason I love that is because I think good marketing is always, you know, good copy is already always written from the customer's point of view. And unfortunately, yeah. it doesn't happen as often as you'd like. Um, and but what I like about your book is it's suggesting, again, do your hiring, not from your vantage point, your point of view. If you really want great people, you have to be thinking about it from their point of view. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because we're also in a market right now where what's most important is is the, the, the people who are looking for jobs right now or the people who are potentially going to join your company, they're the ones making the decisions. We're not in the selection process anymore. There's not, there's not a ton of people out there looking for work. So um, you have to be able to really demonstrate value above and beyond a paycheck for, for you to be able to attract really good people. Yeah. Um, all right. So give us an overview of the work that you do with uh, Stride Search. Yeah, so Stride Search is an executive recruiting firm. Uh, we do retain search primarily for tech companies, and we specialize in really hard to fill roles, um, usually at the executive, you know, C level down. We we do a lot in engineering, software engineering, which is you know kind of like a real, a really fun area. Um, and then we also do consulting. So we actually um, we developed a thing called a hiring operating system, which I talk about in the book. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea is to be able to provide that to small companies at scale, to be able to like give them an interview process that they can just plug into their business. And once they have that in their business, they can effectively ensure that they're going to be hiring the, the strongest people they can for their organization. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I'm already, I'm, you know, we're getting some inklings of, of what your differentiation is. But if you think about kind of the, the, the recruiting industry right now, what area are you operating in that most or, or what philosophically do, do you lean into that a lot of recruiting professionals are, are maybe not are kind of missing the boat or they just yeah. don't do what you do? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, right now, 
I think what the industry is doing is just throwing as much shit against the wall and hoping something sticks. Um, and, and it's, and it's working because, you know, recruiting firms are like hitting record numbers this year and, and yes. probably last year. Right. Um, so all your, you know, um, all they're doing is, is, you know, basically finding people that they can and just, and spraying them out there and hoping that, that they make the placement. Um, we take a, a more targeted or a sniper approach where we target specific individuals and then we cultivate a relationship with them and bring them in. So it's a slower process, but the benefit to the company is they're getting somebody that, well, number one, they're interviewing less people. And that's really important because to, I, I think it's crazy for somebody to interview 15 people to make one hire, right? That's just such a time suck. It's such a waste of time. You need to keep your people productive and your business running, not interviewing a ton of people. Um, and so we, we operated like a, a, a three to one interview to placement ratio, which means, you know, on average, we, we submit three people, they're going to make a hire. And that saves so much time for the business and the people in the business so they can, you know, do the things that are going to make the company grow. Um, and then secondarily, um, you know, we, we just, we just take our time to really understand the environment. We, we drill down on corporate values because mm -hmm. uh, really the, the number one reason why people fail and, you know, people are going to go back to skills all the time. But the, the truth is the mo number one reason why people fail within an organization is because they don't align with the values at all. They just don't buy in yep. or they've been sold something, which happens quite often. You know, there's a, there's a lot of companies that, you know, sell rainbows and unicorns. And the truth is it's a hot mess. And so they're not honest with the people. And when they, when they, when they start working, they get surprised. And when they're surprised, they start to check out. Yeah. Um, and from a recruiting standpoint, um, and, and you think about, because you've been doing this for a while, um, how, we've already kind of addressed this and all like how critical this is, right? But for uh, from an, a hiring standpoint, I think, again, you know, 10 years ago, mission purpose values were, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, kind of on the radar, but it wasn't like it was a requirement, right? Where I think a lot of employees were like, wait a minute, what do you stand for? What's the impact that you're making in the world? You know, what are the nonprofits that you care about? You know, how are you investing in community and making the planet a better place? Uh, you know, supporting equality, or maybe they don't care about that stuff or they have other hot button issues. Um, that's not an uncommon conversation today. No, Whereas I think 10 years all. ago, That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. And and you know what? I mean, like everybody complains about like this, the generations that are running things like the millennials and what is it, Gen Z. But the truth is they brought a lot of this. And I think um, yep. Gen X and even the boomers are starting to embrace it too, which is a great thing. I mean, you know, when you have something, some cause that you're tied to or something, uh, something deeper than just, you know, clocking in, clocking out, getting your paycheck. And just hoping you don't get fired, um, you know, you're you're in an opportunity or you're in a situation where you can thrive. You're going to be much happier, and then your family's going to be much happier, and it's just gonna it's gonna spread the love, you know, throughout the uh, throughout the world, right? Like, oh God, I sound sound like a Russell Brand. <laughs> I've been yeah. watching too much of his stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so yes, absolutely critical. Um, 
Tell me about uh, your book again. What what does it mean to heal career wounds? So you know, like you, you like you mentioned earlier with with content, right? You want to start from the position of the person that you're trying to attract, and so there's kind of three points to to uh, whether or not you you have an effective kind of recruiting process. It's really um, a person's pain, what they desire, and the impact that they've made in their current or former role, right? So when we talk about pain, um, I don't know what the stats are for 2020, 2021, but in 2019, seven, almost 70% of people were disenchanted in their current mm-hmm. roles, which mm-hmm. is why we have this great resignation that's been happening for the past year and a half, which is going to probably continue. Um, people just aren't standing for it anymore. They, they've they've had this reset button that has hit. And now they're in a position where, hey, look at, I don't have to stay. There's plenty of opportunity. And so I'm going to bounce. Um, so if, if people don't have career satisfaction, if they have some sort of career wound, then what's going to end up happening is that um, they're going to continue looking and they're going to continue hopping jobs until they find something that heals that. Now, if you can discover that in the first five minutes of a phone call, then it puts you in a strong position to be able to like understand whether or not you can help heal that. And if you can, great, you bring them through the interview process. If you can't, move on. You know, you save everybody's time. Yeah. So that's that, that's the idea behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what are the consequences of not uh, <laughs> thinking in this regard as an employer? Well, I mean, you know, first and foremost, you're sucking up just a ton of time. Yeah. You know, there's nothing worse than, than um, I, I see it all the time where, where, you know, you bring people in for interviews and then you go into this compare and contrast conversation. Well, I don't know. We like Bill, but Sally might, she felt like she was a little bit stronger. And then you have all these decisions that are being made based on bias, on, uh, on personal, like kind of likability. And then also, um, you know, my, my own personal motives, whatever they might be. And so that, that doesn't serve the business at all. I mean, you want to, you want to create an environment where innovation and, and diversity thrive and, and people thrive within the organization. And um, just having kind of a, a, a process that's just kind of slapped together that doesn't really evaluate people based on evidence to support whether or not you should hire somebody. Um, this is why companies have such a huge failure rate in people that they hire. You know, there's, there's, uh, there's tons of statistics out there, but one of the ones I love is that, you know, you have a 51% chance of making the wrong hire, which means you're better off walking into your room, flipping a coin, heads you're hired, tails you're not, and then making the decision that way and saving a lot of time in most cases. Yeah. Um, why are you doing Rick, a, a radio show and a podcast? How does that help you professionally? Oh my God. So I got <laughs> the story behind that one is I kind of got coerced into doing a radio show. Um, I, I was in this kind of shared workspace environment and there was a guy who had an, a, um, a local talk radio station called OC talk radio. Mm-hmm. So he asked me to like, he, every time I'd walk to the bathroom, he would basically cost me and say, Hey, look, you need to do a podcast. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. So he broke me down. Finally, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, and I'll try it out. And, um, 
And this was like almost five years ago. And um, it, it, it stuck. And it was a great, uh, great way for me to meet the people that I need to meet. You know, I do a lot of work with um, smaller companies, CEOs. And so what better way to call them, you know, to, to get build a relationship with somebody than, than calling them up and saying, hey, look, at, I'd like to have you as a guest on the podcast. Yeah. So think about now the past five years and the, uh, you know, the value you've gotten from this platform. Um, like if, if someone were to say, what have you gotten out of it? Like, shouldn't you just be, you know, picking up the call and just calling more people or, you know, what are you wasting your time doing, you know, doing podcasts for? Um, yeah, you know what, there's no better tool than, than to be able to like, be face to face with somebody and be able to give them value. Uh, cause a lot of the people that I bring on, I give them all the content and, you know, they're able to use that in their recruiting efforts or be able to use that in their marketing. And so, um, and I'm not asking for anything, you know, um, just trying to, trying to do my part to like help elevate people's performance as far as hiring goes. Mm. Um, but you know, it all comes around, you know, I, I've, I've had quite a few, um, people that have been on the podcast that I've done business with. And that's a great business development tool. Yeah. Um, so Rick, in terms of, you know, we're, we're looking in the crystal ball and we're trying to, you know, make predictions over what's going to lie ahead in staffing, recruiting, retaining great talent. Uh, where would, what would you advise employers today kind of focus their energies? Well, I, I would say start, go back to your core and really understand where your core values are and, and go through the exercise of wherever you are as a company, um, get, get, um, get everybody to come together and really decide on what those core values are. If you're a small company, you know, it's usually your leadership team. It's, it's the personalities of the leadership team that kind of filter down. Um, if you look at um, the values they hold, they're probably the, of the people who are successful in the organization, they're probably similar values to, to yourself. So you can filter those down and then build your interview process around your values because that's what's going to drive success, especially in hiring. Mm -hmm. And it's okay if people don't fit, but um, and, and be okay with that. The other thing is, um, Get yourself out of the mindset of this compare and contrast thing. Like, I need to see five more candidates or four more people. Like I've got one role open. If I interview one person and hire it, that's a good thing. You know, I've just saved a ton of time. And then, um, you know, really structure an interview process too, because that's, that's what attracts people who are really good at what they do. If you come into, you know, I, I've had so many experiences of um, people who have gone to interviews and of good companies. And they just go, eh, it was just like, they all asked me the same question. It's kind of like, there was nothing impressive about that. And so, you know, they end up losing that person because of that. Yeah. Um, so Rick, when somebody goes to your website, stridesearch.com, what would you recommend they do? Like, how do they kind of kind of continue to build a relationship with you? And, you know, I think really most importantly, like who should be reaching out to you? Oh, yeah. So entrepreneurs and small business 
uh, founders. Like, you know, we do a lot in tech, like I said. Um, we're really on a huge mission to help values-driven companies uh, be enabled so that they can actually make the strongest hire every time. And so if you're having trouble hiring right now and you're just looking for a solution um, that is going to save time and get you to a place where you're going to be able to attract the right people, the strongest people, then give us a call. I mean, we'll, we'd love to talk to you. Mm. And, and again, your website, stridesearch.com, your book, Healing Career Wounds. And again, you could search for the podcast. It's Higher Power Radio. It's spelled H-I-R-E, yep. Power Radio, which I like the, <laughs> I love the uh, alliteration there. Uh, and again, you could just kind of search for that in the uh, podcast directory. So Rick Gerard, thank you so much. Great conversation. Thank you, Josh. It was a pleasure to be here. And you do a great job, man, by the way. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. That's always good to hear. Yeah, All right, totally. Rick, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Josh. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.